Tuesday, the 19th of September, 2023, just in case we got what year it was. Holy sh... We're almost in October. Yeah. I start Christmas shopping in October. So Do you? Like, yeah, because then, um, then I have money on Christmas Day. I'm looking forward to uh, Black Friday and or Cyber uh, Monday or whatever. I'm just trying to get an iPad. God. Like, no, that's... I don't even buy for myself on... um. Uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday because I just do all the Christmas shopping there. I just bang all like because mm. everything's on such good sales. I'm like mean. I'm just gonna get it all done, and then you know what? You can buy it online on Afterpay or whatever, and you've got like two months for it to arrive. Yeah. Also, I'm not gonna go to the physical store on Black Friday. I'm like, <coughs> oh, sorry, I'm choking. You want some water? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, and I'm back. You're not gonna go to the store. I'm not gonna go to Sylvia Park and like fight my way through to get a deal. Oh, no. I'm gonna buy it online and get myself the iPad that I want. I want a pink one. Boxing Day is just like I know people say like oh you know you get the same deals year round. And it's like not always. The deals are usually quite good. But do I want to go fight for a car park? Have you ever had to work in retail on a Boxing Day? I've never worked retail, I, I, but I've I've done the doors on. Uh, is it Boxing Day they have the races, I think? There's a race, like horse racing on Boxing Day, I think. And I tell you what, disgusting. Mm, yeah. I, I worked at a, um, a nondescript uh, department store for a long time. Mm. And on Boxing Day in that nondescript department store, it was hell. Oh, yeah. It was pure hell. I've never recovered. Mm. I literally have talked to my therapist about the like 14 hours I've spent on Boxing Days, mm. like just getting screamed at by the masses because I didn't have the Nerf gun left that they wanted. Uh, I, You know, if there's anyone that I feel super sympathetic for on Boxing Day, it's um, retail workers at... Is it... Dressmart or say what's the one? Oh, Dressmart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressmart, man. Oh, I feel for them because I walked into I walked into one clothing store and it looked like people were just like picking up a shirt and then just throwing it on the ground. Yeah, I was like, oh, you wouldn't no. believe what people when you work in retail, like you wouldn't believe the stuff you find. Like I worked at a clothing store, another nondescript clothing store. There was poop in the in the changing room. Someone had gone yes. in there and done a poop straight up, and then so we had to go through all of the clothes that had been tried on that day. There was poop on it. <laughs> It was awful. It was awful. Minimum wage for that. Oh, yeah. You got to love it, right? Come on. We were going to talk about um, my hate towards uh, waste bins, but I think we're running out of time. We'll talk about that another day. I have a lot to say about... I'm also finding out a lot about it, just that, like, Aucklanders are paying more than anyone else in the country. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that. When I got up here, no one told me you had to pay for water. I get this water bill. I'm like, what's going on? What is this? Water? Coming up on the show today, uh, this week actually marks uh, Chinese Language Week. Yeah, Ni Hao. Ni Hao. Ni Hao. Um, we have, hopefully throughout the week, some celebrations for you on the show, as well as on our social media. Uh, this week also being Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, Tahi, now the show of the weeks. Um, we got a lot to cover for you regarding uh, Mental Health Awareness Week later on in the show. Um, we've got an illustrious guest joining you, Evie. We've got Charlotte Cook, the Rachel McAdams of RNZ is here, talking about her new show, Grilled, where she cooks with uh, politicians. <laughs> i got a lot of questions. I don't know if all of them will make it to air, but I'm really excited. We're going to see what we can get out for you, all right? Uh, also, Top 5 Movies, Rock Quest... Uh, new music. There's so much more on the way, but right now we're getting into talking about sports. sports. Over the weekend, we had a redeeming. Just oh, it felt good, man. It felt good. I want to start off with my heroes of the Rugby World Cup, the people who, as a proud Samoan, I want to win. Fiji. 
Oh my goodness. They are, I don't know what it is about Fijians, but they just like, I, I feel like they come out of the womb at six foot and a hundred kilos. <laughs> These dudes are units. I remember watching an interview with like some Australian rugby players who were like, their, their like biggest fear was playing Fiji because mm. they knew they'd be in rehab for like two weeks after that just because of how big those hits were. <laughs> there were some mighty ones, dude. Uh, Fiji made history over the weekend. First win over Australia in 69 years, I believe since the sport was invented pretty nice. much, uh, since the Rugby World Cup. So, yeah, huge. Yeah. 69. Not huge. Yes. Nice. Um, and Fiji came out on top on that one. They absolutely throttled Australia. It was beautiful. Um, uh, I, as a proud New Zealander also. I'm just happy to see Australia lose. Yeah, exactly. That's I what I mean. Like As a proud New Zealander, it's like Australia losing is like a great great thing but they probably also felt that way about us in the all blacks last weekend well i was watching I, my algorithm has started giving me rugby stuff nice. which has been interesting but i was watching some british players that seemed important there were mm. lots of likes and stuff i don't know who they are but they were all talking about how they're terrified of the all blacks and every time they've had to play the all blacks like they they had these clips and it was like the all blacks doing the hucker mm. and these guys standing there and they all look tough and they're like nah we're all shaking like we're all freaking out mm. when that happens it's so scary and i was mm. like yeah it is yeah. It should be. I mean... Watch out. Uh, the most... Uh, uh, like, the All Blacks go down in history as a sports team, not just as a rugby team, for, like, the most dominant team in They're the most successful history. sports team of the history of mm. the entire world, and then we lost to France. Do not get me started. It's Do right. not France get me started. France are a good team. I'm not supporting France. Like, people are like, oh, you should put them, like, if the All Blacks don't get through because it's, like, home game... Meh, 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 like a, meh, meh. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not supporting France. I'm not going to do it. I'll support, like, who else is going? Is Japan still in there? They did yeah, great last Japan's, time. Japan's in there. They got some Islanders. They actually got a Kiwi coach, I think. That's why they did so yeah. well last time. Yeah, they yeah. got they got a bunch of ex-All Blacks and a coach who was also in the All Blacks, and then they suddenly got real good at rugby, mm. uh, which I love. Yeah. I love, I love the Aotearoa influence. Speaking of the All Blacks, they won their game against, is it Namibia? I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, over the weekend, absolutely throttled them. Um, that was great. Samoa smoked Chile, oh, cool. which I love that. I, I'm really happy for the, the Manu. Like, uh, I, I just, you know, as a proud Samoan, I love to see them win. Very excited for Fiji, though. I'm going to be, like, 100%. I just want Fiji to... There's some fan cams of those Fijian supporters just going crazy. It's a beautiful moment. I, I mean, think that's why I, start getting the, I started getting rugby on my algorithm, because there's all these, like, hot, beefy dudes in small shorts. So I was, oh, yeah. I was watching those vids, yeah. and then it, it misread it and was yeah. like, oh, she's interested in... Rugby. rugby. Not no. necessarily rugby players. Rugby, uh, rugby <laughs> players Again, I'm a New Zealand woman. I'm mm. going to be into rugby players. Oh, no. We're all just, we're, like, you see a Fijian man, we're all just we're all just weak in the knees. I don't Do you remember that um, really hot, oiled up dude from the Olympics a few no, years ago? Dong and Pita. That guy. The, uh, that guy. That guy. Won the world over. Tell you what, he didn't win the game over the weekend. Uh, that was the Warriors. <laughs> the Warriors beat the Knights. Um, Up the Waz. That was a great game. 40-10, I want to say, something like that, uh, which means that the Warriors will go through to play Broncos at Suncorp. Uh, next weekend, I think, or the weekend after. Is that the finale? When's the finale? Uh, there'll be the semi, semi-final. Semi-finales. Um, and then grand final will come after that. So, Warriors, historical return. It's great to see them winning again. It's great to see them, like, thriving in the way they are. Um, I will say, um, Sean Johnson, get this. Ten minutes left on the clock. 
he does a victory lap around the arena. He comes off and he just walks the length of Mount Smart just around the edge, shaking fans' hands, like cheering, like taking it all in. And I was like, there's still time on the clock. I was like, look, they're not going to win. But I was like, can you hold off for like 10 minutes? I, like- I think disrespecting <laughs> the other team in sports is really funny. Like, I know we're all supposed to be good sportsman people, but mm. I'm deeply very competitive. That's the type of show I would love to do. Oh. Like, they can't win. There's nothing they can do. So I'm just going to wander around. I'm going to say hi to my friends. I'm going to put a little song on. I might film a TikTok just like on the field because like, Mm. what are you going to do? I did watch, uh, I don't know his name. Um, I watched his finger snap and on it, they showed it. Oh, it broke his finger. Like, like this dude, like he, I, I can't, I think he went for the ball. It was a knock on. And when he landed, he landed on his hand or something like that, trying to catch the ball. But like he gets up and like uh, his hands facing one way and one of his fingers is facing the other way. It's like Oof. pointing back at him. And it was just like, yeah, your finger's not supposed to go that direction. And yeah. then uh, I, I'm almost certain they just snapped it back in place because it was just like sellotaped up afterwards. And I was like, oh, yeah, can't beat some ingenuity, bud. I mean, I broke my fingers once um, and I did not just tape them back up and carry on. I made a huge scene and mm. demanded to be taken to the hospital mm. and mm. cried the whole way. And then they, just for them to put it back in place and tape it up. It really hurt. Yeah, it's not fun. And they still don't look right. <laughs> uh, but that is your sports recap. Big stuff for um, uh, Pacific teams, uh, All Blacks, of course. I mean, what else do you expect from them? They're going to dominate. Um, shout out the Warriors, All Blacks, Samoa, Fiji in particular, though. We love you. Sete. Pula. Have you seen that trend on TikTok where girls ask their boyfriends how often they think about the Roman yeah, Empire? Yeah, I don't get it. So it's like, for those who, who are not in the mix... Uninitiated. Uninitiated. It's just girls asking their boyfriends how often they think about the Roman Empire and it's all these guys being like, oh, I think about it all the time. Mm. And the bit is like, I guess the bit is that men be thinking about the Roman Empire. And I saw like, I saw another girl make a TikTok about it. It was really funny where she's like, what are women thinking about all the time? Getting kidnapped. Mm. Or like, I don't know, worrying about their safety. Mm. And I was like, T. But then also, I'd be thinking about the Roman Empire like quite a lot. And on the weekend, as a bit, some of my friends were like, oh, hey Evie, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And I was like, yeah, all the time. Hadn't seen the TikTok thing yet. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I think about it all the time. It was crazy. And everyone's laughing at me. Everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. All these men think that and so do you. And then I started getting a bit upset because I don't know why we decided to gender thinking about the Roman Empire. It's the Roman Empire. It was crazy. Heaps went on. Julius Caesar. Aqueducts. Aqueducts. Cleopatra getting with a whole bunch of people and doing whatever she was doing. She slays. Don't get me wrong. She slays. But like, what? why is it gendered to think about history? Mm. You got anything on that? You got any thoughts? I'm feeling like I'm yelling at you. you yeah. <laughs> I, um, usually all I'm thinking is like, I don't know. I'm always thinking of something like really strange. I'm never thinking about the Roman Empire. Like never. Really? Not never. even one time? Nah. Like I'm never just Not like, even when you get a Caesar salad? No. Because I don't eat salad. Look at me. Do I look like a salad person? I mean, I I was about to lie and say that I eat salad. Oh. Yeah. Like usually I'm just like, What's that guy looking at? Is he all good? Like, that's what's going through my head. That's fair. Yeah. I just, I think the thing that, like, the deep down thing that I'm frustrated about here, right, is that if I say I like the things that quote unquote men like, like the mm. Roman Empire or Lord of the Rings or like games, right, mm. now I'm a pick me. 
And then if I pretend to not like those things and hide myself from the world, mm. then I'm fine. But it's like, why are we gendering it? It's like if I said, oh, like my favorite artist is Goya and people are like, oh, men like Goya. Well, now what do you want me to do? Mm. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do here? I'm sick of it. I'm actually sick of it. And I don't want to be called a pick-me. Was I a pick-me in high school? Obviously. Like, let's be real. Obviously, I was a pick-me in high school. But now I just like things. And apparently, that's an issue. And we're going to gender it. And ha-ha-ha, Evie's thinking about the Roman Empire. Ha-ha-ha. So funny that I find that period of history very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's like? What's things that men deal with that are, like, gendered weirdly? Well, I mean, like, in high school, it was, like... It was like, if you took care of your skin, someone's going to call you gay. Yeah, hard out. Like, Why is it womenly to, like, look after yourself? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's like, you go to, like, it's like men who have three-in-one body wash, face wash, and shampoo. Get a grip. Yeah, like, come on, get dude. a grip. If you're using three-in-one, you might as well wash in diesel fuel, dude. It's Mate. just as bad for you. If you're washing your armpits with the same stuff you're washing your face with, you need to really reevaluate things in your life. Come on. But it's just like, Let's get why, real, guys. Why is that womanly? And why and why is the Roman Empire masculine? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Cool wars, cool outfits, cool aqueducts. Like 20 dudes shiffing up one guy. Just And also baths. They were real big on baths. And they, the vomitoriums baths. where everyone ate and drank heaps until they vomited. And then they ate and drank heaps more. That really aligns with me. Pompeii. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Pompeii. Never forget. It's like we know so much about it because of Pompeii. Is that not interesting to both men and women? I feel like... Run over. We need need to find new standards in society. You raise great points, Evie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joining me in the studio now, host of Midday Report and uh, the Rachel McAdams of RNZ, it's Charlotte Cook. Welcome. (laughs) Hey, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Thriving. Thriving, surviving. Interchangeable. <laughs> Living, breathing, loving. Doing very human things. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about today your brand new web series. I'm so excited about it. It's called Grilled. Tell me everything. Give us the pitch. Give us uh, the rundown. So it's it's kind of one of those things that every election since I've been a journalist, I've like pitched some kind of off-the-wall idea, and it started off with the elevator pitch where I was a journalism student and managed to convince all the leaders of the parties to get in an elevator ride and ride the length of the elevator, and they had like 90 seconds to tell that me why someone should vote for them. That was so Great good. I loved it. It was amazing. And then I did it again last election, and then last year I was like, nah, it's time to turn the heat up. Time to turn the heat up. Let's do a cooking show. And so sending out the pitch like months ago to politicians being like, hey, uh, I know you're getting really busy, but please, 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 will you uh, come and cook with me? So pitch them. You get to pick a meal of your choice. I'll be there. The ingredients will be there. Everything you need will be there. You just roll in, make the meal, and I'll ask you questions while you do it. Grill them, if you will. Grill them. Grill them, fry them, bake them, dry them. That's a lyric from the Tokyo Drift song from um, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, was there anyone who came in? So you've got uh, Christopher Luxon came in. Yeah. Uh, James Shaw. And Marama Davidson. And Marama. They did it a duo. They did it together or separately? Together. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And then D Seams, David Seymour. Yeah. D Seams. And then Chippy, Chrissy Chippy. Hopkins. Yeah. What did any of them surprise you with their either cooking ability or cooking inability? To be honest, none of them are great. 
Like, if I was channeling Gordon Ramsay, it wouldn't be pretty. Mm. But they did their best. They spent a lot of time in that funny-shaped building in Wellington, so mm. I can I can totally understand why they're not that good. But um, they put on a spread. It was enjoyable. Like, they could have people around for dinner, and, and it would be a success. Like a come-dine-with-me moment, you think they would do okay? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. The voiceover man would have a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, Oh, great. Great. Was there any um, spaghetti on pizza scenarios? No, nothing controversial like that. I think um, my hot takes were Chris Hopkins buys grated cheese from the supermarket. Pre-grated. Okay. Well, he is from Upper Heart, so you've got to remember that. I cost, use it as an excuse for everything. Cost of living crisis, <laughs> Evie. Yeah, those bags of mozzarella are not, not an affordable option. Nah, and then we go to Luxon. Luxon... Chose to make an omelette. Okay. Feels like a bold call. Yeah. Also, it was predominantly scrambled eggs for like 25 minutes, if not more. He pulled it back and he uh, neglected to do the omelette flip, which I was really banking on. David Seymour just went for a meat-wrapped in meat meal. D seems. Is he is he on like a, like a what are they called a carnivore diet nah, or whatever the just, liver king guy where they just eat raw meat just his meal of choice. So he wraps meat and meat, meat and meat. All right, pop off, pop off, king. Uh, yeah. you know, not going to judge what people eat. All right, yeah. DC. Yeah, we kind of are. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's the whole point, right? To judge what they eat, how they make it, and you know. I think there's, skills. there's just something always entertaining in seeing politicians do um, what I would describe as regular people things. Yeah. It's like when you see your teacher at the mall as a kid and you're like, what are you doing here? You don't live in this world. Like, it's crazy. And so when they, whenever, like, it's like whenever you see in Wellington where there's like an MP on the bus, it's no. like, of course they're getting the bus, but you're like, what are you doing here, Andrew Little? Like, what are you on the bus for? Yeah, I saw Andrew Little at the supermarket in Island Bay yesterday. I saw him at the supermarket in Island Bay last time I was in Wellington. Mans loves the shop. He loves the <laughs> hey, shop. Hey, at least no one could say he does not do the supermarket shopping. So when, like, on on the yarn of, like, seeing politicians do, like, regular everyday people things, I've never been in a room with one of these leaders of our top political parties and been like, how's it going? Like, casual conversation. What is that like? Are they chill or do they put on, like, the politician vibe? It's super weird for me because I spend my day job being, like, serious Charlotte and asking them hard political questions and trying to pick holes in their policies because that's my job. But then to kind of turn that off and be the Charlotte that you're seeing now and personable and, like, relaxed. So it's really weird to just kind of... It's just kind of, like, negging them. And my, like, <laughs> special little way. It's like, to be honest, it might actually be weirder for them. Like, they're on air with you the day before, and you're like, no, that's, no, I asked you a question, and then you're like, do you want to make an omelette? Yeah. Let's go. And then I'm like, so when did you go bald? Like, <laughs> those are the questions when that did, I... When did, when did Luxo go bald? Uh, late 20s, early 30s. That seems like the sort of standard time. Yeah, but my key question was, is he actually a ginger? Before the balding, was he ginger? Because he's even, got flaming ginger children. I can't even imagine him with hair, if I'm being honest oh, with you. Oh, there's some there's some really good pictures if you search deep into the archives on ooh, the interwebs. Ooh. Yeah. We talked about policy and I kind of used um, food-related puns to try <laughs> and trim the fat, you know? Trim the fat. Yeah. I love it. But to be honest, there's plenty of places 
within RNZ and other outlets that you can find political policy information. So it was about showing the humans that they are doing human things and giving people a vehicle to see what these people are like. And then if you like what you see, then you can go and find more research and look at to some of our other resources um, from people who are expert in policy, which is awesome. Not it's better. important to, to give people an option of this is what it is, but also there's all this behind here. Because I guess we live in this world where it's very political, but personality politics. And so some people would say that I'm playing into the personality politics vibe with this series. But also, we live in a generation where a lot of people aren't engaged in politics because it's not palatable. So if you... Oh, palatable. Mm, food. Love it. If you put it in this format, then then maybe you have a chance of dragging more people in to find information about our democracy. I do because think voting is important. Yeah, for sure. As someone who lives in Wellington, how often would you say you do just see an MP out in the wild just, like, rooting and tooting? I guess that depends how often I'm out rooting and tooting. <laughs> no, not that often, but also I'm a loser, so <laughs> I don't really go out anywhere outside of my three kilometre radius. Yeah, but that's the best thing about Wellington. Yeah. You don't have to. No, walk to work, walk to the pub, walk home. Yeah. This must, oh, and a little bit of yoga in there too. It's just all the same little, oh, next time, yoga with the leaders. Right, because down my dog with Chris Hopkins. That would he, be he admitted to it. He's like, I love to do a do a down dog. Oh man, oh man, did he did he? Yeah. Okay. And I chopped out this really cringe bit of me saying, "You got to get up to get down, Prime Minister." <laughs> got to get up to get down, Mister Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> and the voice to like, edit. I was like, end it. Stop it. He's thinking like, I've never actually considered that before. Like yeah. that could have been life changing advice to him. He's it like, you know what? I do have to get up to get down. You got me there. That's from a yogi too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, Grilled with Charlotte Cook is out now on rnz.co.nz. We'll have a little link to it in our story and everything like that. You can also check out Charlotte's previous podcast, Here on Loathing, which came out on Tahi back in the early days and I still have merch from it I still have the comb wait I actually have it in my bag please I'll show you I still I just carry it around as my purse comb oh check it you're ah. loving purse comb purse comb well speaking of uh, competition shows mm. that we could or could not win mm. Rock Quest was over the weekend Smoke Free Rock Quest Rock Quest iconic Historic. New Zealand band competition we've got a brand new winner Parkdale Band but, took, but, uh, but, took but, that but, home. I love Rock Quest. I think that it's so special and so wonderful we have in New Zealand. And so many of our like biggest artists have gone through Rock Quest mm. or won Rock Quest. And, you know, people may remember uh, when our band came like ninth <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> it was not, we did not, we were not good. We were not good. But um, you'd be surprised how many huge artists went through Rock Quest but didn't win. Well, like we were talking about this yesterday, and and and, I'll, and, and just to preface this chat, uh, Matu or Harry did raise the point that there can only be one winner, but there's like ten bands that will yeah. go through. So like you are always going to have some, um, like anyone that makes it through to that final ten, like they're huge, like it's a, a massive achievement. But it is crazy what you're saying. Like some of these people who uh, arguably 
shape the history of New Zealand music. You wouldn't believe. The first name I'm going to throw at you, group that didn't win, Nation Mystic. All right, I'm Rockquist's judge, and I go, I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, and then... and then It's Nation Mystic! Yeah, and then, and then Kiss You Till the Sun Goes Down comes out, and it's just like, oh. What do you reckon those judges are doing now? I don't know. I don't even. I, I actually. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to know. But listen to this. These are other people who didn't win. Aradna. Aradna. Aradna stood on that stage and she sang with her beautiful voice. And someone thought, Nah, no. that's crazy. <laughs> you saw Aradna in person and thought, Not feeling it. Come on. And then uh, Lady Hawk. Jesus. Yeah, Lady Hawk. Die, die, die. Uh, Joel Little, Joel Little, Joel Little, wow. uh, Brooke Fraser, mm. uh, Pride of the Heart, Pride of Nine Eye, Brooke Fraser. <laughs> shout out, shout out to this is. Uh, Tiny Ruins, Stereogram, The Phoenix Foundation, The Black Seeds, The Black Seeds, The Naked and Famous. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then I was also having, I got quite into this. I've had quite a deep gaze. Um, but the bros from Cora and LAB. Mm-hmm. They were in a different band that also didn't win. Oh wow! Yeah, these guys made in the air, in the air. Maybe they didn't have that ability when they were like seventeen, but who knows? But uh, do you remember Evermore? They won. Mm. Oh really? Evermore, Evermore were big for me because they were on the OC soundtrack, which is mm. where I developed my entire music taste and personality. Mm. I really loved the OC, um, and they were homeschooled. So technically, you're not allowed to enter. Mm. So they made up a high school that they said that they really? need to to participate, and they won. And then, obviously, from off the back of that, they had um, their hit songs featured on the OC, <clears throat> and then uh, had uh, their number one hit, which was "I Can See the Light mm. Surrounding You," um, which was great. I just want to say that one of the guys from Evermore now always wears a, like a, a like a top hat. Oh, that's and he, like he doesn't thing. want to take it off, and I don't think he's listening to this podcast, so it's fine. I'm not making fun of anyone that wears what? a full hat, but he has done interviews where he has refused to remove the hat, and he's got like, headphones over the hat. A like, shout out! It's like no judgment at all. I just think it's quite an interesting turn of events, you know? Was... Like, oh, the guy from Evermore, yeah, wears a hat now. I wear a hat. Yeah, yeah, but not like a top hat. But like, I wear a cool hat that yeah, I got refuse a cool hat. to take off. Yeah. It's okay, though. You and the guy from Evermore have heaps in common. You no! Also, you also, but you didn't win Rock Quest, did you? Oh, uh, no, yeah. You I didn't, didn't win I Rock didn't Quest. didn't win Rock Quest. Um, but, yeah, it's an update on uh, Rock Quest. Cool to see it's still going. Uh, it's going to go congratulations awesome. to Parkdale on the uh, success and all of the bands that went through to that final. Uh, I mean, it's a huge feat alone so congratulations yeah if you got better than ninth you did better than me this week is mental health awareness week uh running through from the 18th to the 24th of this month uh this year's mental health awareness week theme is five ways five days proven tools to boost your mental health uh there are five days of the week as you may know some may say seven but five working days and monday through friday mental health awareness week aims to Highlight different methods of supporting your mental health through proven tools. Uh, Monday was to take notice. Tuesday is to give. Wednesday is to be active. Thursday is to connect. And Friday is to keep learning. There are a lot of different tools here. And utilizing these tools will help you look after your well-being, your te whare tapawha, uh, the walls in your house, um, ensuring that your mental well-being is as best as possible. And having the right tools to do so is going to enable you to achieve that well-being that everyone seeks in life. 
We're all desperate for that well-being. Oh, dude, I'd do anything. Yeah. I'd do anything. I think it's cool um, every day, try something else. Look, some of them might not work for you. Like, even if four out of five of them, you were like, that was a waste of time. If one of them, you're kind of like, actually, that did make me feel better. Just do that one. Mm. So if you do some exercise and you, you think, actually, that's making me feel a lot better and that works for you, then do that. But if you don't like exercise and it makes you miserable and you hate it, I don't think that's going to help so maybe mm. just do the other ones yeah you know you just do them all there's a variety of tools there with resources that you can learn about these are things that like work they're, they're, they're proven to support people and it's just about finding the right tools for your situation and and mental health awareness week is about giving you information on all of those tools so you can find which one works for your situation uh it is a great opportunity for you if you uh deal with mental health issues to grow your knowledge or maybe you who statistically speaking will very likely know somebody who's dealing with mental health disorders or issues uh it's a great opportunity for you to learn about better ways to support your loved ones your friends your whānau, and so forth so head over to the website mental health awareness week you can find a bunch of resources there but also i just really want to highlight that if you yourself are having a tough time you can free call or text 1737 anytime for support from a trained counselor rainbow youth their contact number is 0937641155 but it will highlight they are not a 24-hour phone line uh in particular though a 24-hour health line uh is well helpline is youth line 0800-376-633 it's free to call or you can free text 234 you can even email them talk at youthline.co.nz or online chat if you need support reach out get support it is available speaking of mental health something that makes me feel uh better is watching little movie watching a wee little film (laughs) and um, also ranking them in my brain of Mm. which ones are the best ones I've seen because in my mind I'm a film critic so uh, would you like to hear my top five films I would love to hear your top five films even though it probably could take a solid shot in the dark of what they are yeah okay so number one Lord of the Rings and Return yeah, of the King. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, Lord of the Rings, Rings Two Towers. Yep. Number three, Lord of the Rings, Lord Fellowship Rings, of yep. the Ring. Number four, uh, Kill Bill 1. No. Number five, Akita. If I were to then uh, list all of the Lord of the Ringses uh, as one thing, number mm. one, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, or as I call it, the trilogy, uh, then number four would be Parasite, and number five would be How's Moving Castle. Mm. Thoughts? Not shocked by that. Were you shocked by that list? No, no. I've heard, I've heard the Lord of the Rings chat a lot. Yeah, I, I was my... half expecting the Hobbit on there. No, yeah. does that not come in? A... No, nope, okay. it's not even. No, nope, not even a little bit. Not, not even. even a little tiny bit. Is the Hobbit movies on there? They are not on there. They are not invited. They are not welcome. No beef uh, mm. on the Hobbit movies, but they were bad comparatively to the trilogy, mm. and I do not acknowledge them. They're like my disowned son. I suppose that's like like godfather 3 to me it's like it came out years later and it was just a weird film i just knew you, we were gonna get to the godfather of the godfather show i like just like one looked of the greatest, into your eyes and i yeah, was like it's like one godfather. of the greatest films ever made godfather 2 okay what's your top five godfather 2 right godfather 1 okay taxi driver mm. the robert de niro one uh oh, moonlight and ooh, I don't know what I'd put as fifth. I mean, I want to say like Goodfellas. That's a pretty good one. Or Casino. Casino. You know, honestly, if Robert De Niro's in it, I'm probably it's probably on my top five. To be totally honest mm-hmm. with you, like 
Uh, do you know what? Whale rider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whale rider would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what? I actually, when people talk about movies, I'm like, I haven't seen half of these. My family was too busy showing me church films growing oh. up, so I never. <laughs> What's your favourite church film? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know the name of it, but there's this one. It was a cartoon one. It's about one of our one of our peeps in the Mormon church called Nephi, and basically he's just telling his drunk brothers off. That's all I remember because I was very young. Nice. But I'm so yes, yeah, so I missed out on a lot of cool films, and like my films that I like are all. Like real little kitty films because I feel like I grew up and I was like, oh, I didn't get to see these like. Some Disney. like animated films are like I feel like they don't get the credit they always deserve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, but I do. I've I've heard that you don't like Avatar the first one or maybe the second one, no, the blue people one. It's just about colonizers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but the blue people. I connect with. I'm like, uh, yeah, these like we yeah, love like, the Fenua, yeah. you know. But yeah, no, it, yeah, I know that there's like that what like white savior in mm. the original yeah, one. Eh? Yeah. yeah, um, but yeah, Avatar was probably up there. Was like, I always loved Avatar mm. when I was a kid, and then like Maleficent as well, just because yeah. I like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I love Maleficent. Um, but I honestly, oh, what's that? I just love comedies. I'm real. Can't do horrors. Can't ever do horrors mm. because I'm just easy to scare so comedies anything with Kevin Hart and Adam Sandler not together well I don't know are they together in any films are they in that one it's, I think they are in one like they're probably arguably terrible film yeah they've together. probably done no a film offense. together where they played every single cast member probably <laughs> yeah. like I'm sure of it yeah so anything with them in it except there's a sad one with Kevin Hart where it's like about his, I forgot what it's called, but it's. Where's the single day? Yeah, I was like, this oh. is funny. He was actually. Really it was good a really good movie, but I, I was cried like, in that. Movie. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I came to laugh, but wrong. Wrong. Not for not for that one. No. Yeah. No, not funny enough. Um, how many times would you guys say you've seen your top movie on your list, like Ballpark? Once a year. Once yes. a year. Once a year, I watch Godfather, The Godfather, just the first two. Because, like, it's, like, three almost, like... It's, like, eight hours in total of viewing time. I know, Evie, I know you've watched probably the the length of... The amount of times you've watched Lord of the Rings, my niece has been alive. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I was trying to calculate this a little bit ago. Because um, it's, it's really out of control. So, so, you've watched Lord of the Rings... How many times? So, okay, the last time I fully properly calculated was all the way back in 2014. And at that time, we sort of figured out that I had seen each film around 300 times. <gasps> but I've seen The Two Towers probably a bit more than that because I did go, speaking of mental health, I did go through a strange phase <coughs> where I did watch The Two Towers every single day. So, okay, hold on. Let's just quickly do the math before we run out of time. How many times do you think you've seen the, the entire trilogy today? I mean, if I had to guess... Yeah, shot in the dark. If anyone judges me for this, I'm going to get upset. Just okay, give, us, give us some this safe space. Like, maybe six or seven hundred Let's times? go 650 times. Each film is three hours long. Well, I watched the extended version, so... There's extended versions How long are the extended versions? Like, three well, and a half, four? Yeah, so the extended version so of Return say... of the King, you're pushing four and a half. Um, extended for the other two, you'd be like three, three and a half. Times. Not long enough, three. in my opinion. Okay, you have roughly spent 6,825 hours watching Lord of the Rings. How much is that How in days? How many days, yeah. Uh, we don't do maths. Yeah, we don't. We're good at other stuff. Four. Like, 
250 days, 260 days. So not even a year. That's, that's not even a year. That's not, bad, not even a year of my life for my favorite special interest thing in the entire world. Not even a year. That's that's not bad actually. I'm pretty comfortable with that. That's Are a, you? Yeah, that's all good. It's not even a year. Like I'd happily spend like a year of my life just watching Lord of the Rings back to back to back to back because I got the fun facts. Like no one wants to watch these movies with me, no. which because I will talk through the entire thing mm-hmm. and not even just the like oh you know Aragorn broke his foot. In that scene, I got facts on facts on facts. I've got book-like references on the back of book references. Lord of the Rings special commentary coming to you from Evie. We're going to make it happen, all right? Best films ever made, don't call me. Don't at me. If you say it's a different film, you're wrong. I don't care. It's true. Shut up, Evie. You can just mm-hmm. like, it's true. It's Tuesday, which means new music, baby. This week's featured artist, our favourite little boy... Macy. Little boy. Okay, maybe not little boy. Let him I love. love Macy. I really do. Like, sincerely, like, I, I think he's a great artist. I think that he's also just, like, a really genuine dude. Like, we saw, him, awesome, at the, yeah. we saw him at Once to Watch, and he was, like, just the nicest. Like, it was so cool to just catch up with him outside of the, the coming through for interviews. And, like, genuinely, sincerely, Macy is so talented and so lovely. He's so slay to me. Um, so congratulations to Macy on the release of his project. Uh, we featured his single with Bixie. Doesn't really matter matter uh also some other standouts in local we'll run through the list cassie henderson cassie henderson not from henderson not from henderson uh hans olivia Fawai, jana and yumi zuma yumi zuma yumi zuma is awesome yeah yeah yumi zuma is huge mm. yeah so so yumi zuma pops off over on global drake and scissor slime you out did you listen they, to them? yes but aren't they exes yeah yeah. Didn't he like lie about like dating her or she was really young or something? Oh really? Yeah, it was like a weird oh, thing. That's a weird. I know I did hear that they used to date. Um but I will say probably best Drake record in a decade. Probably because scissors on. It is so Drake and scissors like it sounds like if you liked old Drake, like Marvin's room type of Drake, this is that Drake again. He's a sad man that's in good. the song and it's perfect. That's what we want. Um HP Boys, uh RTR, ready to return. Um Bella. I always forget how to pronounce Bella her last Porch. name. Porch. Porch. She's uh, originally a... Uh, she was in the Navy. Yeah, she was a military cute e-girl TikTok girl. Mm. And then she went super viral by doing cute faces, essentially. And, and uh, now she's got songs, and they're quite slay. They're actually <laughs> kind of catchy, yeah. like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you're, just, yeah. <laughs> you're not um, bad. Featuring Love and Marin Morris on our global all of these records have been added to the Tahi list on Spotify. You can stream them 24-7 on the website, tahi.fm. Head over there, check it out. We've got some weird weather on the way because of El Nino, El Nino. which is a weather pattern that's coming. And not only is it going to make everything hot, we might even have a drought. I could do with a drought. Nah, don't say that. Don't say that. Nah, after, don't after, say after that. all the rain we had this year, I feel like we deserve a break. Well, also it's going to bring a quote-unquote pollen bomb. So if you have hay fever... People, are they, did like a professional say a pollen bomb? Yeah. So That's like but, the term? Yeah, but here's the interesting thing about uh, pollen research, is like other countries have pollen detectors, like Australia is getting some really like useful and valuable data from pollen detectors. We don't have them. We have a guy who lives in rural Palmerston North, and he just watches, and he's like, oh, that's looking like a lot of pollen, and then he just tells us that I'm not even joking. That is the system we have for pollen measurement in Aotearoa, New Zealand. We have. I'm not even making this up. We have. Our, 
Can I just take a moment to celebrate how weird our weather media is? Because we have two major weather media organizations who like beef with each other just for some guy in Palmerston North to go, yeah, yeah. You know, he just, he's, um, I've read about it this morning and he basically just chills out there and, and observes and it's knowledge based on 40 years of him watching plants and trees. And I'm like, slay, like obviously slay, but I just feel like we could probably like upgrade the system, right? But anyway, he reckons and other people will understand whether reckon going to be a big pollen bomb because of El Nino. Mm. So if you've got hay fever, it's about to be terrible out there. It's going to be really bad. It's also going to be super hot in like mid-September. And my question to El Nino is, when was I supposed to do my summer shopping? Mm. When was I supposed to do it? You tell me. Because it's mid-September. Mm. I haven't gotten around to my summer purchases yet. I don't even know what my vibe's going to be. Mm. And now it's going to get hot and droughty and polleny. When was I supposed to do it, El Nino? When? It is that time of the year, though, when, like, um, when, like, the days uh, get really hot and then nighttime gets cold again. Oh, it's freezing. Which is, like, my least favourite time of the year, because I'm like, well, I should be wearing shorts, but... I mean, unless you're in Wellington, in, in which case it is just uh, an awful wind. And a shocking twist, awful does wind, it... but, like, really bad. Like, people's houses got damaged, trees came down. Genuine question. Does it get hot in Wellington? It does. It does? Well, not as hot as up here. So, yeah. like, a hot day in Wellington, I mean, even a 23 we're celebrating. Mm. And you'll go down to Oriental Parade and it's it's just full of people having gelato. Mm. And one time we had, like, five days of sun in a row in the summer. Gorgeous weather. The city sold out of gelato. Because, of course, they didn't sell of regular ice cream because it's mm. Wellington and we all wanted gelato. So, like, a bit bouge. But, mm. yeah, the wind was really, really bad over the weekend Everyone was very scared. But one of the things in Wellington that people don't think about if you're not from there is when it gets that windy and rainy, your bin, like your big bin that goes out your house for your mm. garbage, they will blow down the road, whack into stuff, and the sound of that mm. sounds like a car crash. Mm. It's it's crazy loud and it's really scary. And it like they bash into people's windscreens and stuff. And like it's freaky stuff. Mm. People's trees coming down, falling on houses. And I'm up here worried about a pollen bomb. Yeah. It's too hot. All right, um, that is about all the time we have for today's episode. I'm quite tired. Oh, I'm yawning now. You're yawning. Now you're next. No, I started it. You guys. Oh, oh really? It. Subconsciously, you've picked up that I started it. Yeah. Do you know if you don't yawn when other people yawn, it's a sign that you're a sociopath. Really? Yeah, because yawning is actually just like an empathetic response to someone else yawning. Mm. And so, like, I watch a lot of serial killer stuff mm. in a shocking twist. Um, a white lady who likes true crime? What? <laughs> Genetically predisposed to. Um, but, yeah, it's a sign that you're a sociopath because you don't have um, empathy. Um, do, you, uh, do you, like, let the yawn rip or do you, like, try to hide it, like, hold it in? Uh, I'd be yawning. I let it. I, like... Strange. Oh, to get you that like try? Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Okay, you gotta get it all out. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> you're like, right. It's like, it's like burping, and you're like, oh, I need to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I'll feel better if I do. You ever like held a yawn in your ears? Oh, you ever yawned I'm so hard your ears one popped? In right now. Wait, you've ever yawned in so hard your ears popped? No. I do that on purpose. Mm. Really? Yeah, I've popped my ears on the plane, off the plane, going yeah. up a hill, going down a hill. Yeah, pop, yeah. pop, pop, pop. I've done the plane thing. Like, if my ears are blocked, I'll try yawn to pop. I've, I've like, from, like, working uh, 80-hour work weeks, uh, I've yawned so much that I've gotten cramps in my jaw. Yeah, been there. Yeah, always a good time. And, it, like, like, right in the corner. Yeah, I get it, like, under here. Oh, mine was right like, oh. on the... 
It's a great time, sincerely. I like how we got into a whole conversation just about yawning. <laughs> what about blinking? You guys like blinking? You guys like blinking? Do you do you do uh, like you ever consciously blink? And now I am. <laughs> now that you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, when's the last time I blinked? Yeah, I love I love a no blink competition with my niece, but she never admits that she's blinking. So I just always lose. Yeah. She's like, I didn't blink. And like, no. Nah. Your eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this podcast got some great funding. Some great. Now I'm just. Yeah, ran- I'm watching I'm Evie like, blink. I'm, I'm like really you... thinking about blinking and it's really weirding me out. I don't like it. I don't like thinking right, about we're it. We're going to wrap things up. Um, thank you so much for tuning on into today's episode. Uh, again, making note this week is Chinese Language Week, Mental Health Awareness Week, and is there another week I'm forgetting? Is it I don't know. Weeks? Tahi. The Tahi show of weeks. Week. Um, make sure you follow us on social media to keep up to date with everything show related and outside of the show we'll keep you up to date as well with some Chinese language week celebrations and mental health awareness week celebrations <laughs> acknowledgement acknowledgement um, awareness awareness so uh, make sure you head over to our social media we're on Facebook Instagram Twitter TikTok and threads give us a like give us a follow stay up to date we're also on YouTube don't forget that okay don't don't forget YouTube shorts we're there and until we see you Thursday, as we always say, Carcades. Carcades. Double, double, sweet, four.